You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. Everybody, it's your boy Hollywood here. It is time for your favorite sports betting show. That's right, it's the Degenerate Dungeon live on Twitch, also available on podcasts. You know where to find us. Let's go. We're pumped so much. We have a very special episode. It's football season. We're here. Time for football talking, and I cannot wait. You know, we're brought to you by the fine folks at the Glass Cannon Network. And to join me on this expedition, pigskin style. Oh, baby, it's here, David. It's the Woodman, David Woody. We're here, buddy. We made it, buddy. It's been a it's been a long off season, but we're here, and we're ready for that pigskin, baby. Oh my god, how good does this feel? We're gonna talk football like ad nauseum for what eight months? I don't know. That's a we're lot. gonna talk a lot of football for the next quite a few months. That's, a, a that's okay. Man. That's a good thing. That's a good thing, man. We we tend to do our best at football. I have said before, like, oh, well, maybe it's golf, maybe it's tennis. No, our best has been football. Get the fuck out of here. That's what we're good at. Let's do it, baby. Let's go. And we're pumped um, because our first two seasons when we did our old show called Jump the Sharp, I mean, we were hitting at like a sixty-three percent clip, which is money in the bank. Cheesemo and <laughs> made a lot of money, <laughs> a <laughs> lot of money, and we're ready really to cool. roll. So let's yeah. get back to that, baby. Come on now, come on now. Let's go. Um, like I mentioned, live twitch.tv slash GCN employee lounge. We're here, baby, and a podcast. You know where to find us, like I said, anywhere. And let somebody tell know, please. Mother, tell your father, send a telegram. The woodman was like, cue it. Beautiful thing. I knew it was coming. I love it. Fight. As you can see under our names there at GCN Sports on x i guess we'll say now i mean who knows what it'll be next week and what kind of bright sign they will uh ruin people's sleep schedules with but uh also on instagram on the gram as they call it at degenerate underscore dungeon that'll work too um yeah starting to pick up a little steam there too so thanks everybody a little a little steam we're going we're going it's going in the right direction let's put it that way absolutely as it burns says what's up nash greetings from gen con are you there are you in the mix right now Converse ladies in the house. Roland, what's up? We see you. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Let's talk some football. Um, but as far as like the show and everything next week, like we're gonna we're just gonna be kind of joshing with some football. We'll be sprinkling in some MLB picks as we get to the end of the season here. Um, I think Maybe even the Woodman, I, I think you're still not ready to totally let it go. So we I'm might not. even have I'm we not. might even have a a baseball piece today but it's funny i'll be ready to let it go when football actually starts right which is a little silly because that's when baseball is at it i mean october baseball is the best baseball but it's like Incredible. you can't focus on it too much as a better because you got your head so deep in the nfl and you're trying to get that's a part of the nfl season you and i start to really crush usually you know it's where right after first few weeks, we understand, oh, this team that we all expect to be good, they are not going to be good. Like l- like last year, that was the Bucks and the Rams, right? They're coming into the year, thought they would both be good. By about October, we're both like, all right, 
this isn't happening. Like they, uh, no. they're not turning this around, you know. And um, then you have the teams that you think are dog shit, and look out all of a sudden, like Seattle, Super Bowl maybe Detroit, you know. Last right? year, yeah, right. Thought so it would be awful, and look at them. Yeah. So, so anyway, you just, get like a month and, under your under your you know under your vest there, and you yeah. realize who can roll. So, we'll see. but even there, I always found time over the years to sprinkle in like a World Series pick, you know. Sure. As you get close to that, but, I'm but so I'm not saying goodbye to baseball forever and ever, but I will say, yes, Roland, good call. The Giants last year is another one. I was convinced they would be garbage. They finished okay. They were a good team. Good enough. Uh, yeah. be garbage this year. We'll see. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I did I did I do that thing where I say out loud what garbage. I think? They're not gonna be garbage. No, uh, not garbage. we're gonna get to a team that I think might be garbage that might Ooh. surprise you, but uh, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Teaser, right? I'll teaser. Ooh. I'm Tease sorry. Me, Does the Woody like the oh tease Woody. me, Daddy? I can't tell if that was live or recorded, my man. <laughs> well done. So, before we get to the showtime picks here, of course, yep. we have to do something everybody loves, right? It's time for America's favorite segment—a little something we like to call "What Are We Drinking?" And as always, Woodman will tell us what's going down the hatch this evening. Um, let's see. You had a nice banger last last week. Something you tried for the first time, which I was. <laughs> Very pleased to see on the show. Bang, cheesemo, yeah. Let's that go. was really good. This I have had. So I've had it. Um, uh, it is right in my neighborhood. Like, I'm talking about, like, I walk to this. When I walk out of my door, I am at this brewery in three and a half minutes, two and a half minutes. I mean, it, it's right down the street. And uh, I just, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but Lama is the best. The wait for Jared Goff interception bets is nearly over, it is totally <laughs> happening soon. Uh, that was amazing, by the that way. Was, Great call, awesome. I can't wait. And don't think that I won't be peppering that, John. So, this is the, the super local place that's right nearby. It's called Cartesian Brewing Company mm. here in, in South Philly. It's pretty new, they opened during the pandemic, they've only been open for about a year or two. A year and a half or two, two years maybe. Um, so it's a newer place. They partnered with a group here in Philadelphia that I bet our uh, our listeners would enjoy called Dungeons and Drafts, Ooh. which is a group of like beer enthusiasts that goes around to different breweries all over Philly. Uh, uh, I think I think they play a couple couple times a week, and they play D and D games. And it's their ongoing games that go and they go to every they go to all these breweries and the breweries were often it, it, because it's such a big group and it's growing and they're, they spend a lot of money on beer. And it's a it's a great you know night for the breweries. Uh, they will often partner with them and make them a special one that they wanted to try. So apparently a lot of the D&D players here in Philly wanted them to make a Kolsch. Have you ever had a Kolsch style? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. German style Pilsner kind of. It's a German, like a Pilsner y, but I guess there's something a little different about it than a right, regular sure. Pilsner. I don't know exactly what. I'm not, you know, neither of us are, are beer makers uh, or, or brewmasters, but but we love beer. Anyway, Kolsch is great. I never have it. I love it when I do, especially on a hot day. It was crazy hot on Saturday when I stopped into this brewery after I got done studying. And um, I got this Kolsch, again, partnering with Dungeons Ooh. and Drafts. Give me their loot. Give me their loot. Live, laugh, loot. Uh, so it says, uh, live dangerously. This is, you know, like in, in relation to D&D. Live dangerously, laugh maniacally, loot everything. So I thought that was cool. It's kind of a cool looking can. And um, I'll just say, when it was 100 degrees here on Saturday... 
Man, this thing is so good. Um, I had one in there, and it was so good that I bought a four-pack, and I was like, I'm taking four of these home. Can't wait to have one on the show. This is just a really, really, really delicious Colch style, you know, super, super refreshing, like fizzy, like delicious tasting beer that's going to like cool you down on a hot day. Let's see it going on the hatch. Oh, yeah. A little, well, yeah. I was about to say, <laughs> I love, I was about to say, he's going to say the word yeah next. Yeah. It's just, if it really, really hits the spot. Like if you, like a Kolsch style beer at all, this is would be a good one. I don't know how easy this would be to get for anybody. I'm not sure. I, I, it's probably only sold here, to be honest with you, because it's like limited, you know, to Philly, basically, I would imagine. But if you see it or if you happen to live around here, uh, highly recommend a great Kolsch. I love I love the agreeing with a food or beverage style, like the the reaction to that. You with with the taste because we get to see it and actually like hear the lips. Oh yeah, there it is. But I I absolutely like I find, I don't know why I find it so hysterical it, when people are like eating their food and just like uh, like nodding like agreeing with it like oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like like it said like am I like it keeps t- asking them am I am I delicious mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yes you are um very cool very cool that looks like something i would enjoy i'll tell you that what are we looking at as far as apv on that bad boy anything okay so yeah so special? this one is it, the cultures are not that high 4.6 oh yeah yeah nice little dude it's so funny nowadays when yeah. we're here 4.6 we're like pussy yeah you know i can get right. a real beer right but you know it's just the way it is i mean 4.6 is a normal beer it's uh, a your, normal your beer. Lights are four point four. Of course, I think the high life is a four six, maybe four five. Yeah, I, this ain't what I'm. I mean, it is what I'm drinking, but I start the show with this guy, so I'm not. I'm not burying the lead here, but uh, I'll tell you what. I have something here from a brewery that we're all big fans of. Um, incredible, incredible brewery makes a top five IPA for sure. Um, but I've, I, I was in the beer distributor yesterday. And I saw, I don't think I've ever seen a variety pack from these cats before. And it put me over the edge when I saw that the, the four kinds was their flagship IPA. And then three of three brews from them, and I've had a bunch from them that I've never even seen before, which was really cool. And it wasn't like an IPA variety pack where it's just right. three different kinds. It is from Cape May Brewing, oh. uh, Cape May, New Jersey, South South Jersey, the tip of Jersey, if you will. It is. And... Uh, this beer boy's called Longliner, and it's a lager. Okay. From okay. Kate May. And we're going to ring this one in, I believe, at a five even percent. So let's and see what we got. Oh, you've by never the tried way, this. never tried it ever. Uh, Chris Jericho has something to say about it. A little bit it. of the bubbly. I'm sorry. I forgot that. But now it's time, and we're going to hit it with this. All right. It's very rare that I don't get any, like, shrapnel flying at my face. I did get some in my arm, but here we go. A little Porsky. And let's see. Well, it says lager. I want to see what it looks like when you get in there. Okay, so we're looking at a light lager here. I yeah. mean, we might. This might be Kolsch as well. But, yeah, uh, it it is. Look, it has a similar look, doesn't it? Sorry, good to the last drop. Let's, here we go. Get him go. Let's see. I mean, that is a. That's a lager. I mean, I mean a, a zesty one. Yeah, very very uh, Yes, very well carbonated beer you got there. Whoa. Wow. Wow. What is this talk about here? Soft, crisp, and balanced. I'm just trying to think like I don't know. Like if I, this is good. It's really good. 
What would you comp it to? Yeah, give me a comp. I don't know where I'm at. Like, I don't. I haven't had very many beers. Like, it's very. It it tastes like how it looks. Like it is super fizzy, carbonated. Um, I I mean it 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 does have a lager kick. So when I first tasted, I was like, this is a fucking lager. At the end, when it settles, it's like okay, I do get that like lingering lager taste. But I mean, it is. It's got a lot of taste. I'll just say that right now. It just doesn't taste like, like a lager. Like I guess cross I'm getting... between High Life and Yingling or something. I guess, that sounds disgusting, but it yeah, does. Kind but you of. know what I'm saying. It's in between the two. It's it's not know. a cross between, but it's it sits in between the two. It's definitely like a. I mean, it's really not that far off from a a domesticy taste. That's why I'm not hmm. going overboard with it. I guess I'm expecting more from like a a, a, a brewery. Like it's saying it's right. a craft. Technically, this is a craft beer. If sure. you told me like, "Hey man, do you want a Labatt Blue?" and you gave me that, I'd be like, eh, "It's just this doesn't really taste that far off from a fucking Labatt Blue." You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not sold on the lager appeal, but I am sold on the chill taste. And look, by the way, I love Labatt Blues. Just gonna say, but uh, yeah, no, let's go with that. Roland says Hollywood just got punched in the palate. Kind <laughs> of. I think it was more of just got like. Penn and Tellard on the palate. Like, yeah. I'm not sure. You based did a little on bait being, and switch on you. Kind of. It's like, I feel like this can was filled with something other. You know what I mean? Which I dig, but I don't, I'm not sure about that lock. Um, but yeah. But so I'll tell you what, it's time to roll. And I'll, t- I'll say one thing. And next week on the show, like I mentioned, we're going to kind of be, um, we, we kind of have like an open week, if you will. And I mentioned this last week and, and, and nation those in the chat, please let us know if this would actually interest you. Cause next week's show is kind of like a, like we're doing a fun look ahead to the NFL right now, but we're not like necessarily doing futures. You'll see what we got on slate for today. There's also the very first preseason game tomorrow night uh, or tonight. By the time you hear this pod, the hall of fame game, we're going to be talking about that August 3rd. Yep. We'll talk about that as well, but Next week, I think, is where we can kind of just be like, all right, it's really NFL season coming up. And I think it would be really fun to, like, not only just get to know the folks that have been live in the Twitch chat more, just kind of have, like, a discussion, a little back and forth. What do they call it on the, on the Twitch stream? The IRL, Johns, or or on Reddit, the Ask Me Anything, the AMAs. Like, would you guys be down for us just shooting a shit? Do you just want to get together and maybe just like ask Woody and I anything and maybe we'll ask some shit back and we can just talk? I think that would be fun to get to know our our, our hardcore fan base that's here almost every single Wednesday night and just have a nice chill show where we can just shoot the shit, uh, be friends and rock and roll. Converse lady says that sounds fun. That'd be great. So next week, at least for a, a, a good part of the show, let's plan on, uh, you know, figuring out what you want to hit us with and maybe we'll hit you back with some stuff and we'll have a nice fun discussion bring bring your what are you drinking next week and we can really rock and roll diddy must on board hell yeah fuck yeah let's go we'll have a nice week it'll be a great little um a great way to just for one thing for woody and i just to kind of thank you guys for being being here and maybe we can just shoot the shit i mean it'd be so fucking cool to do that and uh and really take a breath before we really look to start making Big time scratch yeah. come pigskin season. Yeah. So that sounds fun. Llama's on board. Roland's on board. We're pumped. Thank you guys so very much for being here. We appreciate each and every one of you every week. And if you're new to the show, thank you so much um, for rocking this week. And as always, as Fife would say, and I'm going to do it again. Actually, he'll tell do your it. Mother, tell your father, send a telegram. He's always on point all the time. Tip, you know what else is on point? 
Uh, I guess we'll roll with it as a bagels and locks. What we're going to do here is we're going to pick our favorite choice for NFL week one. Okay. Right now it's five weeks away. Hmm. We already did a super, super early pick for NFL week one as a bagel and lock, if you will, uh, in like May. And we're going to revisit those right now. Yes. And then I think we're going to go ahead and give another one we like. So we might be spoiling a show in the future, but you know what? If these lines move, we might not like them as much. So let's see what we Good get. point. So uh, to, let's let's go to the DK, John. Wait a second. Do I not have that there? Let's go. Um, let's bring up DK. A little DraftKings action here. All right. And NFL Week 1, the first game of the year, Lions at Chiefs. That's going to be some fun. That's going to be a great way to start. Look at the over-under, 54. Mm. God damn. Wow. That's, they're expecting... I'm sure. I don't think I would say this, but some people would argue the two best offenses in the NFL. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, every, they both have a, a very well claim to that. Now, look, the over is actually more juice, minus 112. So Vegas kind of is saying you got to pay a little bit more to actually take over 54, which is insane. But if we go back to what we said in May... The Woodman was digging this game right here. Yeah. Where are we at? Did I pass it? Well, part of it right was. Here. And talk about it. Cardinals at Commanders. Talk about what you like. Uh, yeah. About well, I remember what I said at the time, right? What I said at the time was that the reason this is the Commanders minus six is because the assumption is that the Cardinals will be absolutely dreadful. Mm. Um, they won't have DeAndre Hopkins. They won't have Kyler Murray. Uh, they won't have J.J. Watt, et cetera. And all those things are true, and they came to pass, uh, but it didn't matter. That doesn't matter because the team they're playing is no good either. <laughs> you know, <laughs> The commanders are also awful. Look at look at their quarterback. Like, th- th- this, is a, this is a bad team. I think with Eric Bieniemy now, I think they will find a new identity as the season goes along and once they get a real quarterback like next year uh, or, or in two years or whenever that happens, like, you know, I think he's a, a really great offensive coordinator. Um, I don't want to give him more credit than he deserves. It's still Andy Reed's system that they're running in Kansas city. It is not Eric Bannamy's system. This was an right. Andy Reed. Uh, and, and then a lot of the plays are Andy Reed plays, you know, Andy Reed famously come up with his own plays all the time. Going back to when he was a little, Young guy, young coach uh, with the Green Bay, right? Sure. Quarterback so, coach you know, under Brett Favre. And, correct. Yep. Uh, those were his plays. So, you know, so I I don't want to give, I, I don't want to take anything away from Eric Bannery. I think he's going to be a great, a really great offensive coordinator in this league for a really long time. And I think the commanders have some talent on the team. I actually like Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson a lot as receivers. I think they're both very good. I kind Not, of forgot about Dotson, but yeah, go for it. I, th- I think he's he's got some Real skills. Um, McLaurin's awesome. He's mm-hmm. so fun to watch. He's great. But they don't have much else, right? The D, the D is not elite. It's it's okay. The defense okay. And the running game is not great. The offensive line is not great. And quarterback's downright bad. It's not a good team, dude. It's not the kind of team that I want to give six points to. So right? for, me, for, for me, I'm going to stand fast and say my old pick was correct. And I'm I'm not shocked that the line hasn't moved. And I'm also not worried about it. That, that's where I land on that. What do you think? I Well, I think, first of all, that Dan in the chat is is dead on. I mean, if you're going to pick a an adjective to describe this, 
he says, whoa, boy, this is an icky one. Like, it yeah, it is an icky game. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's between two of the shittiest teams probably in the league. I'm, I'm but like, a, a starting to better, salivate. A smart better is always going to take the points in a game of with course. two very bad teams. Two right. very bad teams just take the points. Totally. You know, just you, just like you would take the points for two very good teams. Yes, you that's know? right. So that's that what, rolls. That's what that uh, way as well. a sharp better would do. Absolutely. So, a hey, Roland says cards defense going to contend for worse in the league this year. Yeah, I hear you on that. I mean, Washington Probably. does have a pretty good defense, but they have the ability to put up some points and maybe keep it within that six. I agree. Um, Commanders, I really think. And we're going to get one of the uh, our, our shows leading into the season this year is going, and it's one of Woody's and I favorite. And I know it sounds w- wacky sometimes, but it's like we love our over under team win show. We used to love oh, doing yeah. that on Jump the Sharp, and it's literally we just go through every team and just talk about the over under. And it's sometimes fun. we talk each other into something that we like want to just go bet on crazy money, yeah. and they normally hit. But we'll see that later. Um, as we get closer to the year, this Washington team looks like an under wins for me. I don't even know what the OU is on that right now, but I'm thinking that I might be peppering that on. It depends what it is. I, I, I I'm with you in that. If it's out there, you do under six and a half, man. I bet I it's over that though. I think I would because you know, the, 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 the bad QB riverboat, Ron, you know, right. Uh, I, I, he seems like a very nice man. Probably not I agree. the best coach uh, in the league. So, uh, you know, et cetera. All anyway, right. So for mine, go ahead, please. No, all good. So for mine, what I picked, and it also has, has not, um, it has not fluctuated, but uh, it is at, let's see here. Let's go. I believe it's Monday night game. Yes, it is. We're going to go to this game right here. And yeah. my pick uh, back in May was Bill's minus one and a half against the Jets on Monday night to start the season and it has not moved either. So I don't know what that says, but um for me it means that everything's hunky dory. I think it moved. No, it didn't, George. Uh it's still staying put and minus one and a half. I mean, I'm just looking at this on paper. I'm a big believer in don't believe the hype. Um I'm a proof is in the pudding kind of cat. I know in the NFL, just like we spoke about in in, in the intro Things can just change on a dime, but this Rogers shit and all that, it just doesn't float my boat very well. Uh, and the bills, I, th- I think, and I think this shocked you when I said this Woodman. but yeah. I think they have a two year window right now. Yeah. I think that's it. I really do. Yeah. It shocked me when you said it, but once you explained what you meant, I agree with you. And actually I, I stand by that now. Yeah, I'm, and unfortunately, you're kind of seeing the, the the cracks already happen. Where Stephon Diggs is kind of already he's he's angry they didn't get Hopkins. Like, dude, just play the game and don't try and be the GM too. Uh, but the the Bills, I still think they come out of the gate on fire, uh, at least for game one. I mean, look, and look, the, those problems that the Bill. I'm so sorry, I totally interrupted you. Bob, no, right? go for point. it. Those Converse lady, that, real quick, she uh, agrees with me. I'm so tired about it. Right? Agreed. Seriously. Agreed. It's enough. Uh, the, the the problems that we saw from the Bills in the playoffs were, I think, um, I really, I had bet, if you remember, that was like my number one pick on the mm-hmm. on that weekend when they lost the playoffs. And uh, so I went back and actually rewatched the game, which is something I often don't do in the NFL. Right. And wow. what I found was... Um, 
there was really definitely still something wrong with Josh Allen's arm. Like his shoulder had he wow. had, had that shoulder injury and right. he wasn't whipping it in there the way he usually does. Right. And that was one problem. And then the other problem was that that O line was just they had, you know, suffered a few injuries. And like this is like a blind spot of mine that I'm trying to correct. I have missed several times now um as a better on on bets because I was not sufficiently accounting for offensive line injuries. If really great offensive yeah. line will get hurt, you gotta be you gotta totally change the way you are evaluating that offense. They're just can't it is the most important position it really is the most important position in football it's the it's, most unsexy draft pick of all time yeah an offensive lineman with your third pick yep. in, in a draft and you're like shit like i wanted a running back or a quarterback like no you look at the lane johnsons and all like you just you, you stay stabil, stabilize i should say the offensive line everything else will work out you don't need the best running back in the game you know it's it, I don't know. That's that. Uh, fortunately enough, top dogs right here. That's where uh, you know we kind of have had the pleasure of seeing an incredible offensive line as an Eagles fan for a few years now. Been and very lucky. Plus, we, we had the best. Are. We had the best offensive line uh, for for that our Super Bowl. Our Super Bowl. Uh, that's what I mean. Like, win. Right, but and then we had the last best offensive line now. Yeah, that's right. You know so. But all right, let's go. Let's move on to what we want to add to the mix for NFL Week One. And I'm very curious because um, when we were talking uh, via text earlier to Woodman and I, I was like, "Man, you can just double down on your Cardinals, John. Like, I'm gonna go look for one if you want to yeah. look for one." And Woodman said, "Ah, we'll see. I kind of really like that Cardinals one." And a couple hours ago, he goes, "Yo, dude, yeah, got a, got another one." Yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. What do you think? So, yeah, so just to, to clarify, we're both sticking by the picks that we just told you about, which Absolutely. we made months ago. But we each have a new, um, if you will, lock, I guess. Um, whatever. We're not doing locks this week. We are just we have a new a new week one pick that we want to throw out there. And I think mine is actually uh, one that if you like it, you should take it soon. Because I think that with news, uh, it's going to be very clear when I say what it is. Okay. Uh, I think with some news the line could move a lot. It could move several points actually uh, in the wrong direction to, to where you don't want to take it. I think it moved. So I think that with Joe Burrow having been carted off the field a couple of days ago with a, uh, whatever they call that grade two or three calf calf strain strain or whatever whatever it is. um, You know, it's the type of injury where, you know, they said he basically won't be able to do anything except maybe the stationary bike for like two or three weeks, um, you know, three weeks from now that puts me at August three weeks from today is August 23rd mm-hmm. for him to be able to just to get back on a practice field. Maybe. Right. That's kind yeah. of what it sounds like. Um, I'm not going to say he can't play in this game. That's not true. He could, but he won't be himself if he does. I mean, he will not have had much prep. Um, and I don't think he will feel great on that calf. So, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they start the year kind of letting him come back a little slowly from this. This is a very serious injury. This is not a nothing injury. It's not like a, oh, he tweaked his hamstring. He has to get a massage and then he'll be fine tomorrow. You know, this is not that. Um, so, and then the other piece to this is like, well, don't I still kind of does what, what is left in there? of Deshaun Watson, because, you know, 
he was a MVP, perennial MVP candidate for a couple of years, right? After he came back from the injury, uh, we, we played as a rookie. He was electric towards ACL, I believe, correct? And yep. then, he, you know, in the, when he came, after he came back from that injury, he was a MVP type of player for a couple of years until all the, you know, stuff from his personal life happened and he was suspended. And I'm not, we're not interested. I'll just say, I'll just had everybody off in the past. We can't litigate whether these people are good people or not when we're betting. Okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he's a good, bad person. A horrible it sounds person. so shitty. It's like, it we're here to make shitty. money. The dude's a jit bag. All right. But he yes, is. we're here of to make money. He is, but I'm here to make money. And I think that I, I don't know how much of that is left in there. We didn't see. <laughs> that was good. We we didn't see much from him last year. I give you guys that. I'm sure everybody's been like, dude, what are, what are you talking about? The Browns, come on. Watson, he's washed. He looked like garbage last year. Maybe. Maybe. He he definitely looked like garbage last year. I give you that. I I, I wonder how much is still in there. Because isn't he still like 26 or 7 years old? He's still, I mean, he's like, still very talented. He, he, on pure talent. 27. Is he not like a top three quarterback in the NFL on talent? I, he certainly was. He certainly was. Um, it's weird. It's like, is is that, is it like the running back in the NFL? Like, is his door shut or can he, I mean, I, I don't want to say. Be not like at 27. Smith guy, at, but like, at 27, it shouldn't be unless there's something wrong. For a quarterback, right. Mentally, you know, um, mm -hmm. it shouldn't be. So, so, so real quick, the game is Bengals at yeah. Browns. You can actually get an extra half point on this if you go on to FanDuel. It's, so it's, you're looking at Cleveland plus one and a half on plus FanDuel. one and a half at wow. minus one minus one oh five. So I have placed this bet. Um I, I I and some people are gonna be like, why don't you take the money line? Well, a lot of times when it is that close, I do take the money line. But in this case, I thought, well, minus one and a half. They can still lose, like on a last-second field goal, lose by one. Sure, I agree, 100%. I'll take the point and a half. One point, I understand it more because it's like, or if, if they're gonna, if the if that happens, then it's just a push, and I'm not really interested as a better. I'm not that interested in pushes, right? So I get, I get it. Push more. is a win, bud. Always remember a push, that. A push is kind of a win, but but anyway, <laughs> one and a half. I feel like if you're if you think it's just gonna be a pretty close game, I'll, I'll take. I'll take the points. I'll take one and a half points. I feel, uh, I feel a lot of, uh, back me up. But if you do agree, like, don't you think that's what a sharp better would do? A million percent. Dude, yeah. that's why people spend extra money on what they call the quote unquote hook. It's yeah. that half point. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you buy the hook on a three to get the three and a half. You can buy the hook on a one to get the one and a half too. You can, you can. So I really like this. You know, I think that, I think that the Browns are home. I think the Browns are not as good of a team probably overall as the Bengals. Mm. They certainly don't have the explosive uh, nature to the offense the way the Bengals do. But at the same time, like if Burrow's either going to be injured, not play, or just not quite himself, uh, Browns D was quite good last year. The offense wasn't very good, but that was no fault of Nick Chubb. And I guess I, I think he's the best running back in the NFL. And then I think like maybe the offensive line was pretty good. And I think Watson, like I don't know, like maybe having – those games under his belt and now an off season to prepare. Maybe you get a little more of that talent coming through yeah. that, like it used to. So I, I, I kind of just like this as a week one play. Um, it did partly because of Burroughs injury, frankly. Yeah. I, I understand that. I think I, you know, um, I'm sorry. Do I have the wrong game up? I have Browns jets. I'm an idiot. Um, I didn't even go to the first 
I'm preseason. What am I doing on the screen here? Whoops. Now I'm going to a promo. But yeah, we know what, what I was getting at. Let me get out of that because I just want to say the reason why I was chuckling earlier is because um, I'm not picking that game right now for this newfangled week one, John. But like this might be a pseudo Browns episode. Like I'll, I'll just <laughs> say that. That's why it was making me laugh. But oh, really? uh, what I'm going to do, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with. Um, a team that like I'm just like so I'm basically I'm betting against a team more than I'm betting for a team. But after I looked at it more and more, I was like, holy crap! I think this team might destroy these these guys week one. And here's what I got: um, it's the Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. Now I think the Woodman might be a little bit more uh, bullish on the Colts than me this year. I'm like not at all. Uh, but here's the deal. It's, it's Jags minus three and a half at Colts. Um, I've been feeling the under in the win total since it dropped, honestly. So naturally, I'm not expecting them to come out of gate out of the <laughs> gate with their mains on fire. You know, they got they got new they got a new QB, regardless of who you're talking about. So it's gonna be either Anthony Richardson, who from all reports, he's looking good, quote unquote, but everybody thinks that. Gardner Minshew is going to be their guy for a while. Um, I don't. I think that they're going to give it right to Richardson because what do you have to lose? But no matter which quarterback starts, that typically doesn't go well from the get. Um, and it, new head coach as well. See above. Like that typically doesn't go well from the get. So mm-hmm. give me Jags minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. They're coming off a promising season with a lot of momentum. And the training camp has been super positive so far. Let's not forget Calvin Ridley is back looking better than ever. And I mean that literally. There's been talk that he's actually never been 100% healthy in his pro NFL career. They've said that, like, he's been fighting injuries the whole time. This whole gambling suspension thing has given him time to recover and work out. So, I don't know. I just think that there's a lot of offensive firepower. Trevor Lawrence's stock is way up after last year. I'm not necessarily on board with all that talk and all that noise, but the well, Colts will be starting two rookie cornerbacks, it looks like. He certainly showed us something that he had not before. I mean, um, whether whether we believe, as some people seem to, that he's, you know, this, like, future pro bowler or, you know, like, uh, whatever, like, a super ultra elite best in the league kind of quarterback. I'm not sure I see that in Trevor Lawrence. No, right, yeah. But, but he stepped but he l- jumped a level last yep. year. He jumped a level. And uh he's pretty darn good. He definitely did, but it was about time. It took him 3 years, but he got there, but like <laughs> Yeah. Well, the Urban Meyer year, you almost write it off. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. One of but the like worst, look, Lawrence plus Ridley games. plus the weapons they have. I mean, ETN, they still have Christian Kirk. Let's not forget Zay Jones came into his own last year. And the Colts D is possibly garbage. And when looking at the teams on paper yeah. and the depth charts, like it's not even freaking close. And then if you want to add on a little, you know, man, three and a half, it's a little bit of a big line for a team on the road that starts with the city Jacksonville. I get it. But factor in the coaching matchup after all that. You know, you got Shane Steichen versus uh, our boy. The uh the the Super Bowl winner right here, as a matter of fact, Doug Peterson. But nevertheless, give me Jags by yeah. a tutty. At this least. is a great. This is a this is an excellent call. I I I actually I don't know what happened. I scrolled right past this one, but this is a an excellent pick. 
Thanks Excellent. so much. I'm in on that. And and by the yeah. way, Dan, I'm with you. He says, are we sure that Anthony Richardson isn't just Zach Wilson redo? Like, I'm with you on that 100%. I'm not an Anthony Richardson cat. Um, I mean. That's a great point, Dan. Yeah, this dude gets drafted like he could be the next Dan Marino. I mean, he he was and, what? He was like two for one on touchdown interception ratio? Like, that's not good. Uh, he also, well, I don't think there's a lot of tape on him. He hasn't played a lot. He hasn't thrown a lot, right? Right. Right. Um, now he does have one thing that Zach Wilson doesn't have, which is that he's both bigger and faster than Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he could do some things with his legs, but that by itself is not going to help you look at how bad the Bears were in Justin Fields' rookie year. You know, um, that alone is not going to do jack shit for you. If you have a bad team around you and you can't totally. do anything, you have bad play calls, and just it doesn't, that by itself, it doesn't do anything for you. I hear you know. Uh, what we're going to do next, we're going to roll on to our favorite in-season play. So DraftKings is doing something monumental for gamblers this year, and <laughs> it's insane. They have a lineup for every single fucking game in the NFL already. You can Every regular week, season game through week 17 you can, is on there. Week 18 nowadays, Bob. You know what I mean? Right, so week 18. Thank you. Yeah, you, can, right. you can bet You can bet till January right now. Um, so they it's must insane. be collecting so much money. They're and they're probably wondering, like, shit, did we, yeah, did we do something we shouldn't? Probably was, not in the long well, run. What's interesting is Fandle didn't do it, so you know, no, we'll Fandle see. did not. We'll Correct. see, right? If DraftKings wind up making a ton of money on this kind of gamble, <laughs> if you will, I literally, uh, you know, then uh, then I'm sure next year the Fandle will do it too, and so will have other ones. Yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna do our favorite in season play. We have 18 weeks to work with folks and we're gonna pick one that we really 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 love and like i'm really excited to see where the woodman ventured because i have a reason for why i ventured a place and let's see what he did what we well, can go to here's the thing about this i couldn't go too far out that's fine because no matter what the line was you know the way that i am with betting i just didn't feel comfortable you know what i mean like there's just so much I can't know. I just talked about how by October you and I are getting a feel for which teams mm -hmm. are really good and which ones are kind of frauds and which ones maybe didn't live up to what we want, et cetera. So anyway, that's a long way of saying I, I stayed closer to, you know, to the, the early part of the season. Oh, good for you. Out of a, an abundance of caution, I suppose. Uh, but I did have one. Uh, that really, really jumped out to me. Mm. And, and I think you're going to agree with me here on this. All right. Let's see. Because these, these, these teams, this is just a, it's just a mismatch. I Give think. it to me hard. I mean, <laughs> look, it could look, it could, it'll wind up looking dumb. I suppose if Sean Payton is like some kind of a wizard, right? If he okay. really is that great and he people are putting a lot of stock in this cat i i'm sorry but you would have to prove that to me first right um you can't step into a, a disastrous situation like he has stepped into here and just fix it all with a snap of your fingers so i went i went with there, there's a there's a, a game let's see I, I did not write down the date okay so september 24th okay so i guess that I guess that means that's week four or it's the right. three. Oh, it's three, right? Sure. 
Yeah. No, it's week three. Yep. That's week three. So the Dolphins are at home here against the Broncos, and they're only minus three and a half, which is to say that DraftKings is telling me that it's essentially on a neutral field that the Broncos and Dolphins are about even. That strikes me as uh, a, a little bit silly. I, I don't know uh, how anybody could think that going into the season. Maybe when it comes down to it and then this all goes down, I will look dumb. I, I'm open to that idea. It's a long way off, right? There's a lot of stuff that can happen between now and September the 24th. Dude, but, you, you got in your old ways immediately as a Dolphins better. But you know what? You're, you, you well, the Dolphins are home here. No, I'm not um, saying this is wrong by any means. The Dolphins are home, and, and these are just not equal teams, right? The Dolphins, unless unless, unless Tua or Hill or, you know, goes down here, the Dolphins had one of the super ultra elite offenses in the league last year. Denver had, I mean, what would we say? I mean, the, the, the one of the worst teams I've ever seen in my life. Like the most under under impressive or like the, the biggest it, deflating team, I would say. For anybody that was excited about getting a possible Hall of Fame quarterback, I've never seen a, a fall from grace for not just that quarterback, but the team. I mean, the way they reacted to him as a person, not even just as like an athlete, but as it's a true. person, like it was I, a it was a revolt. And then people think that just because Sean Payton's showing up, that this team is a 10, 11 win team. Like people are really thinking. And by the way, look, I'm, I'll put my hand up. I, I I picked the Broncos to come out of the AFC last year. So yeah, you know, no, no, I thought they'd be good for sure, man. Listen, I like Patrick Sertan. I I like Russell Wilson. But of course. what happened last year? I mean, let's not forget the the, the Broncos didn't draft fifty three people. Like a Dude. lot of these people are still on a team that fucking despised playing with Russell Wilson. And even if they're able to kind of like get that all out of their system quickly and kind of learn this, all this new system and get and forget all of those old bad habits they got in and all that stuff. I just can't imagine they go into Miami and can hang. They can't hang with Miami, not in my, no, I'm sorry. This is, this is just, this one just jumped out of me. I, I, that's my opinion. Um, I'll just say last thing is uh, <laughs> I, I got a chuckle uh, earlier this week. Sean Payton was asked about Greg. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and what he thought of him and he was like i don't know what to think of what he did last year he was like uh the tape was such a mess that uh, i can't i don't have any opinion i don't know there's no way to evaluate him is what he said oh. and people were like and so like it was like so george was that bad he's like oh no 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 sorry not him the the entire offense like, it was not <laughs> it, was it was so, so dysfunctional it was so dumb and terrible that like yeah. i can't evaluate the players and like that's true, but again, how quickly can one person fix all that stuff? Right. You know, I don't know. My favorite Dorch uh, was Dorch goes golfing. That was my favorite. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen, but it's a Dorf comment. You ever you know Dorf is Woodman? Oh, you're missing out. You might want to YouTube that bad boy. Danny says it's tough for our guy Skid. Sorry, yeah. Skid. Hey, hey, you know what? A lot of people think that the Broncos fans are going to have something to root for this year. I'm not. I'm not too. Uh, I'm not too on board with that, but mm. yeah, Roland says Tim Conway. Yeah, man. Um, Look, all right, what, let me take what you. you hope for if you're Skid and the other Broncos fans is you, you, you a step in the right direction. You get a competent sure. NFL coach who's who's really good at what he does, 
and he turns it around and instead of being an incompetent joke of a garbage team I mean, it's it an okay terrible. team and they make they look a little better and you no know, they're not going to win that many games but like they'll do better and they'll look like a real nfl team and then that you can build on that for the next year but no the idea that he's turning it around instantly like this and they're going to go to the super bowl that's ridiculous get the fuck has out any coach been praised more and deserved it less than sean payton <laughs> i mean people think he's uh, like bill belichick <laughs> well i mean but he's got six rings like whatever uh, those were i, I get it a, a i get it payton's got promise. one but like yeah. one I, I don't know i don't think he's like this game planner and total shit disturber when it comes to oh wait sean payton made this uh audible to do that i don't know but no uh I, yeah i think I, and roland puts it great he says they'll be okay but uh sean payton will make them into a professional outfit i agree i think well look, like nathaniel hackett was just garbage but i think that uh sean payton will make them look more as a nfl team and not a fucking pop warner team but um you know, a couple teams that were considered Pop Warner teams a couple years ago are going to be facing off for my pick in season. Right now, a, a, I'm not going to say like my favorite because I didn't like look at every ever, but what I did do, and Woodman, you will, you will, you know, back me up on how I approach some things. But to me, what did I do? I didn't, like the Woodman said, let me go ahead and kind of check out earlier in the year where I think I still have a good grasp on how a team may start and their personnel and you know, uh, how that'll mesh and maybe even the good teams that will fall off and the bad teams that get better. Like even at this time of year, I can still pinpoint, ah, there might not be too many injuries or too many X factors, but me, I go to the very fucking end of the season and I don't take week 18 because week 18, it's, you know, a lot of people benching starters if they already have a, a, a clincher and all that. But to me, it's the time of the year where some teams are in the, the, the thick of the playoff race and they need a victory. And like I said, some teams are already set. And some teams are defeated and simply are just like giving up and said, well, I was just playing out the remainder of the schedule. You know, let's get to the offseason. There's a team that I think will fall into the first segment of that, a team that's going to be playing for their lives at the time. I think they're going to be in it. They might not be uh, at the time clinching a playoff berth or, or, you know, win out and you get it. They might need to win too. And another team needs to lose too. But I do think this team will be in the mix. And that is the aforementioned Cleveland Browns. Mm. And I'm going to week 17. It's the Thursday night game might be flexed. We'll see. But right now it's a Thursday night game and they are home against the New York jets. And I will take, as the Woodman said, uh, earlier, he not like wouldn't necessarily take the point. I will take the point. It's it, they're plus one at home. Their money line is minus one hundred five money line, but it's just minus one ten for the for the point. You know what? Buy the point. Get the point. Buy the point for that little tiny, 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 tiny. I mean, it's not even close to being enough juice. Not it's a tiny bit of juice, little so. bit of juice is good. Man. Just Kinda, take it because, you know? and then you're also covered if it's a tie. And if you're covered, if it's a tie, that's it. Or not not even. Well, I mean. I mean that, but even if they lose by one, you get your money back. Like it's kind of worth it. Let me just put it that way. But um, if Deshaun Deshaun Watson plays anywhere close to his capabilities, then this Browns team is actually a legit contender. I'm not kidding. I mean, offensive firepower all around. No question. With a phenomenal top three, maybe top two offensive line. Very good yeah, line for sure. Pe people put Eagles, then it's normally Browns or Lions offensive line is two. And that's 
right now. So they also have a good defense. Yeah. With a great D-line. The pass rush is going to be nutty this year. They signed Zadarius Smith. So he's on one side, and then he got a big boy on the other side. Why is his name escaping me? The dude from Houston that they got. Somebody in chat will help me out with that. But nevertheless, I can see this being one of those fucking pissy face Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers games where he just looks like his dog ran away and someone peed in his fucking Cheerios or something like it's just what I'm saying. <laughs> Dan says Elijah Moore revenge game. Very, very well could be. Um, but Jets also have a very questionable O-line. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers gets sacked twice, you know, uh, and, and just in the first drive. And that's it. He, he shuts down sometimes. So I really, really like the Browns as a possible playoff team, at least fighting for their lives. Thank you so much, Roland. Miles Garrett is the name. So doesn't get much oh. better than that on the other side. Um, Browns fighting for their lives. I'm not a Jets guy this year. Sorry, Dan. I saw you in the chat talking Jets, Mets kind of cat. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be rough at least until spring training next year, maybe for you, but, uh, I don't see this Rogers experiment working out too well. I actually think that this dude's going to crumble in, in a Northeastern corridor city kind of here. You know, I just, I don't see it. I just point out the, on the screen there, you all can see it says starts in 147 days. Like we Incredible. are incredible head over here. <laughs> this is why you're listening to the degenerate dungeon, ladies and gentlemen, because we are that indeed. <laughs> Speaking of which, there is a game tomorrow night that not very many people like to put some dough on. We're gonna go ahead and give you a winner or two for that bad boy. Uh the woodman, do you by any chance I want winners? Okay, Michael, let's go ahead and give you one for the NFL preseason. The very first preseason game, it's called the Hall of Fame game, taking place in Canton, Ohio, on a neutral field, but neutral in quotations because uh, pretty much they normally focus on two teams that have an inductee or two to the Hall of Fame, so those team two teams play. I believe the Jets have two inductees, Rivas and I forget the other cat, but there'll be a lot of Jets fans there, but we'll see. Which way are you going to veer us here, David? Uh, well, I don't have any bets uh, for this game. I, I, um, you know, I don't my myself personally. I do not bet on preseason. Um, I don't bet on spring training in baseball. Um, I, I find it's a really tough thing to. I'm not trying to shit on anything you're about to say, but like, it is a very tough thing to bet on the outcome of a game in which I have no idea who is going to play in the game. Right. That's it's, really it, tough. Absolutely. That's why this is so fun. Like, I think like this is a very minimal and, unit bet. This is not and, a full unit. It's a tenth yeah. of a unit. Just and this fun. is where you and I are very different, right? For you, yeah. this is fun. fun. For me, I look at this and I'm like, I don't know who's they're probably not gonna play any of the starters. Like, I, what do I know? And like for me, like that's not fun, right? Because like right. I can't the way that my mind works, you know. So I'll let well, you for me it's away. fun. I'll I'll Please. I'll take it over then. And and Dan throws in Joe Klecko. That is the other jet that is going in. Thank you so much for that. Um, Thursday night football is back officially this evening as you hear the podcast tomorrow night as you see our beautiful faces live and it's deja vu. What game was I just talking about? Jets at Browns. A hundred and forty seven days from now. What game am I talking about now? Jets at Browns. Starting in twenty one hours, one minute and. 36 seconds as I talk, <laughs> according to DraftKings. Yes. And there's only really one play here, and it's the only <laughs> it's the only play that you really could do for a game like this. What and is I it? know it's not sexy, 
but the fucking play is easy here. And it's under, under 33 and a half points. I should okay? I should have known. I should have known. It is. And I'll tell you, I get it. It's scary being so low, but it's the Hall of Fame game. And these yeah. games can be super low scoring. It's all third Think about the players. Squad Five guys. of the last seven years, it would have actually been under 33 and a half. So there's wow. that. Um, but last year, what what I've noticed trend-wise, and I'm not the biggest trend guy, but the uh under would hit like Two or three, it would two out of three times, then three out of four times. Then, you know, like last year, by the way, the over would have hit. So it's time for an under or two. But there are basically no starters playing in this game, even in some of the most absurd and not not known positions. I mean, the punter and kicker are your only guaranteed fucking starters. And, and that's not even guaranteed now that I think about it. But it's kind of yeah. like watching an XFL game. You know, more players will be cut. Then, then make their teams that you see tomorrow night. So half of the players will be cut by the time the game is ended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very ruthless game. It sounds all fun. Not only that, a Hall of Fame game. You see the best of the best, and then you go and you try and do something. You miss a tackle, and you're taking the friggin' bus. Of just a moment, just a half a beat on this. But have you ever seen a better cornerback than Terrell Rebus? I Dude, it's funny because someone said like Darrell Reeve is a Hall of Famer. I was like, was is that a? I'm sorry, is that a question? I've never seen anyone play the position as well as him. He has an island named after him, and like he wasn't like for he was kind of small, like he was on the smaller side. He was impactful. Or, he was, but it didn't matter. Every little it, bit. Brian Dawkins was considered small coming out of college. right, right. It's a matter how you use it, man. That's right. You know he was. Uh, I've never seen anyone play the position better than him. Never. Oh, man. Let's go. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's just put a little bow on this by saying the Browns aren't even starting their second stringer. Kellen Mond, Texas A&M alum, is starting. He's their third stringer. The Jets will have Zach Wilson play for a bit, but then it'll be time for the third and fourth stringer to shine. You know? So, And by shine, I mean fucking punt fest. So is what it is. Um, I'll take the under on this all day right now for, for for the uh for the for the Hall of Fame game. So Zach Wilson, man. I, I that guy, I have rarely seen anyone blessed. That guy was blessed by God with like an unbelievable cannon of an arm. That's it. Some of those throws that he would make, like off balance, across his body, going to his like he's incredible. Incredible, the arm, and he can't do anything else. Nothing. He has no idea what's happening around him. No idea who he's supposed to throw it to. He has no internal clock in his head. He doesn't know where his blocks are coming from. He doesn't seem to know where the receivers are running. Doesn't know the routes. Like he, he's literally useless <laughs> at every other thing. But he has this ridiculous <laughs> arm. Unbelievable. Oh, so that's going to be our little fun start to the NFL season. However, before we get out of here, the Woodman said. I don't want to let go with baseball yet totally. I really like something. He told me personally, you're gonna to wanna to, you're gonna to wanna to put a little snifter on this. And I'm very excited to see because you yeah. know what? All right, you tell me, I'll do it. Let's go. We're so hitting I, a hitting a diamond, Woody. What do you what do you like? I told Hollywood that I had a bonus pick for you for everybody um for baseball. And he was like, I am done with that sport. And I said, You're gonna tail this one, buddy. Ooh. And it's because it is such a, it is such a, uh, Hollywood style Ooh, baseball. Baby. Hollywood! 
So most of our listeners will know that we've just recently passed the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. And what the angels decided to do in the trade deadline is to buy. They decided to go for it. And tomorrow night they are home against the Mariners and they have Shohei Otani on the Hill. Is that it? We're going to take the run line. (gasps) My man comes out firing. We're going to take a plus. I have 142. Um, you get the same? The man. 140. Great. So plus 140. We'll take the run line. And I'll tell And the reason why is really, it's really very simple. I think the crowd is going to be going absolutely apeshit. I think they are so happy. This team has had a number of chances in the Mike Trout era, which is to say the last 11 years, mm-hmm. to go for it. They've been close ish. As we approach the deadline many times, I think they may have gone for it once. They may have made a trade once, getting a player. Um, I don't think it was anybody That's that back great. when, like, and that was a while ago when Trout was young. Like, yeah, they have Cinder, this Cinder is, a, and all this that. is a, a crowd that's going to be losing their fucking minds because they're going for it. They also know that they got to show up and lose their shit every single time this guy is out there because. They really want to resign him. A lot of people believe that Artie Moreno, the owner of the Angels, chose to go for it at the deadline, partly because, yeah, they had this five-game winning streak right up to the trade deadline, but also because he really believes that whatever team had Otani for the second half of this year has a huge leg up on getting him to sign a big contract as a free agent. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. I know growing up, I believe he was a Mariners fan because of Ichiro. So I think they might have the leg up regardless of where he's playing today. Who knows? They know him better than I do, I guess. Artie Marino actually knows the guy. I don't know him. So, like, who knows? My two favorite non-Phillies of all time, just out of the off the side, Ichiro and Tony Gwynn. Just saying. Okay. And pr- pretty soon, I think Shohei Otani might be joining that group. Yeah. He's pretty freaking fun For to sure. watch. So anyway, uh, I don't want to go on and on about it. I'll just say I think the crowd will be losing its mind. He has been pitching lights out. You know, uh, he had the one hitter, a complete game shutout his last time. But even before that, he had been quite good. His pitching had he, he started off the year great. Then he had a little bit of a lull where he was he was still throwing really hard. He was getting strikeouts, but he would give up runs. Uh, more recently, he's been dominant. So I just think he dominates the Mariners here. I can um, see it a little bit of a, 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 a proverbial monkey out the back, even though, you know, I don't think he's sweat. I mean, when you're going to get paid $500 million, no matter what happens in you know a few months, but still, I think right, the fact just, that he got that the, vote of confidence. It's a, it's a, he's still a human being. And then the feeling from the crowd going to be sure. losing their shit. They're so happy that, he's that he's still th- this is his yep. first start since the... The deadline, right? They're going to be so happy that he's back. I just think, like, there's a kind of human element here. I just think he's going to feed off that crowd. I, I wouldn't be shocked to see him, you know, pitch an absolute gem here. Yeah. Um, and then he got, uh, he's facing the Mariners with a guy by the name of Brian Wu, you know? Not, not worried no, about no, Brian no. Wu. Not Brian worried Wu about Brian no. Wu. No, no come on. To him at all. But that doesn't strike fear uh, for me. So, well, Brian, Brian Wu is, uh, I'm not going to do it tomorrow or today by the time you listen. How about that? Shohei run line. And right. we've talked about the dangers of the run line. The Woodman oh, yeah. says, fuck it's that. It's dangerous. We're taking the run line plus 140, which means 1.4 to year one. Let's go. Uh, you're correct, David. I will be doing a little tail ski. I knew it. 
my man. I love the approach too, man. It is a little Hollywood kind of approach to it. I can't believe you even went there, but for the fact that you feel it. Oh, let's go. I dig it too. So much. I'm on board with that. Um, all right. I don't do it for this week's Don John, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next week, like we said, we'll be talking some football or whatever, but bring it to us, folks. And during the week, um, go ahead, send it on over uh, to our Twitch. Or no, wait, I'm sorry, not Twitch, to our Twitter. Actually, wait, not Twitter, X at GCN Sports or on IG uh, at Degenerate underscore Dungeon. Send some questions during the week or whatever for the show next week. But once you get live in the chat, we will shoot shit, do a little uh, discussion, have some fun, but come out of it with anything. This does not have to be a sports betting discussion. We would actually like to just kind of talk. Absolutely. music uh cooking making cocktails i mean anything whatever you want to talk about you know what just because you said that i'm going to make a cocktail live (laughs) on air while we do it next week you know because it's like that kind of maybe i'll bring a cigar i I don't smoke cigars that'd be but that would actually really ruin the pain yeah (laughs) you know what i mean but you know just chill have a little discussion oh maybe we'll do one of these Roland puts out their mock draft, boys. Ooh, we need to do it. That would be fun. Mm. That would be fun. Oh, RD, you got me thinking. Maybe we could do like kind of like a live mock with some uh, Nash members. Give yo follow these on X and on IG. We're gonna come up with some uh, some ideas during the week. But yes, maybe we can do that too. Just have some fun. It'd be nice to just have a drink or two and shoot the shit, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be Let's great. Go. All right. Awesome. That seems like a good call. Um, all right. So for the Woodman, David Woody, I'm your boy, Hollywood, saying peace out. We'll see you guys next week for a very interesting dungeon before we really put that pedal to the metal on the NFL. Nash, we appreciate every single one of you that are rocking in the chat tonight. We'll see you next Thursday on Twitch, 10 p.m. Eastern. And for everybody listening on the pod, you know what to do. Alright, peace out. That's Woody. I'm Hollywood. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit GlassCannonNetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at Patreon.com slash GlassCannon.